welcome to another episode of the Richard Lewis Show. I'm your host, Richard Lewis. Joining me is Sam. Uh, strange day today, brother. This yeah. probably isn't the fucking start to a weekend you wanted after uh, Amsterdam. Nah, mate. mate. I'm guessing. After the one day back, I was I was back in the room, mate. One day with a lord, and you're fighting that. Yeah, um, like, I was fucking, you know, tired myself. I've been, like, pushing myself to get all this work finished. Because uh, it's eSports Awards week, right? Yeah. So, got to fly out to Texas and everything else. Um, and I was, like, fucking, I just up all night writing. Get everything set. We're going to do BTN. Duncan's a no-show. And then it's Come like, on. well, I'm fucking up now. i got to do something. Have I got a show prepared? Nah, that's the last thing I've got ready. So uh, we, I just throw together some fucking links, and we're just going to try and talk about them intelligently, I guess. So, uh, that's, that's what we do most of the time anyway, right? <laughs> it's usually I, some I usually more structure, have, yeah, but... Yeah, I usually try and have a thing, like... The older <laughs> ones used to just be shit in a Google Doc, to be fair, some of the older ones. Let's just do it old yeah, school, Yeah, there is mate. that. There is that. So, yeah, this is going to be pretty old school, probably not going to be very, uh, you know, cohesive. Uh, but whatever, who gives a fuck? Um, so listen, first things first, let's do a shout out to com. Uh, our sponsors, of course, com slash RLS. Go there if you want to play some esports bets in a safe, ethical, uh, environment. Um, I've still got Epstein up as... <laughs> yeah, I was wondering what the fuck was that? I've still got Epstein up as my sub thing, and I'm doing... I literally am doing a sponsor for <laughs> all like I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing anymore. Like you know, I'm, I'm gonna hit a point. I think it's uh, you know maybe in a year what or is two. Happening, where things, where where things maybe aren't as good That's as they were. That's gotta be changed. Like I ain't doing an old show looking at Epstein's face, mate. I can't. <laughs> you can fuck. Didn't kill right himself, though, did he? though, mate. Obviously on, not. Real. Like, but it doesn't mean I have to see his face. <laughs> Fucking creepy <laughs> pedo. Doesn't mean he's a normal like, guy. Dead, dead now, of course, though. Yeah. Happy ending in a lot of ways. Yeah. Well, not the happiest ending, but but you know, ha happy enough. But all right, I'll let you, I'll let you change yeah, it. I'll, I'll let you use your work on We can get the fedora tipper back if you want. He's always a classic. But anyway, yeah. So um, <laughs> you can go to dot com slash rls. I can't speak for their views on whether or not Epstein was a suicide. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't expect to. They're a sponsor though, and they're a good one, and they specialize in esports and not politics. So. If you want to go over there and play some bets, um, you know, definitely do it. They support us. You can also check out our merch, alluisreports.com uh, slash merch. You can get yourself a t-shirt. I'm not wearing one of the ones today, but I have been on most of the shows. There's some pretty good ones up there. We, we're going to get some new ones out. I keep threatening to do it, but we are going to do it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if somebody does want to make Epstein tip in his fedora... <laughs> I won't use it, like, but I'm sure Rich would yeah, um, Well, I don't mind, like, but not for, I, 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 I just don't want to look at Jeff Epstein's face for three hours, mate. I think that's a reasonable no, that's request. Fair, like, that is fair. Mm. So, all right then, Sam. Um, how are you anyway? How was Amsterdam before we even get into the show? Yeah, man? it was good, I... but it's like my yeah. uh, my one blowout each year. No, I try to relax on all the drugs, but so when I go to Amsterdam, I'm shrooms in, I'm out my mind drunk, I'm on stoned. So, yeah, it's fun. But... Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. I, you know, I'm I'm fucking dialing back on all the partying. Yeah, he's just booze now, really. And then it, it, I really probably should start dialing back on that. I think I'm starting to hit that age now where it's like it's not even fun anymore. You're too <laughs> hardened to drink it to really get drunk. 
and the amount that you have to drink to even feel a buzz is just so damaging yeah. to your fucking body. It's like, I don't know, man. I need a fucking detox. I might check myself into rehab. It's a place. Every time I go, I go to this jazz bar. So, like, I know mm. the, the guy who owns it now. And the first yeah. night when I drank him out of whiskey sour mix, he had, like, three bottles of his drank more, myth. Next day I went there, I drank him out of all his Jameson, which is his cheapest whiskey bud, so I had like two of those bottles. And then it was a Sunday, he said, I can't even go buy any, mate, so you're going to have to choose to drink something else. And then I fucking stumbled out, wrecked out my mind. After about 22 whiskeys, I was like, peace, peace, see you next year, peace, peace, peace. And then just straight to bed, mate. Woke up, still seeing two, stumbled to the airport. On shrooms as fuck. <laughs> Go through security. Fly right. home. They, they let you on the plane then? Oh yeah, I carried a well, mate. Nobody would have known, like. Nobody would have known. I was having conversations Man, and everything. I tell you, it's happened to me once where I've been stopped for being too drunk. Yeah. Yeah, it was in Denmark. I'd been out fucking partying all night at some esports event. And we ended up in this 24-hour nightclub where you went down some stairs. It just had no windows. Ultimate fire hazard. Like, the death room, you know what I mean? Where it's just like, somebody lights a fire in here. We're just all fucking toast, you know? <laughs> but uh, we, were, we were fucking partying. And then someone said, like, oh, it's fucking, it's like 10 a.m. or whatever. <laughs> Your flight's in, like, two hours. You need to get to Copenhagen Airport. I'm like, yeah, man, I got this. Yeah, no, yeah. Turned out I didn't have it. I was like, when we were doing the fucking queue to get in, you know, they fucking, have a nice day, have a beep, have a yeah. nice day, beep, have a nice day. I was just there, and I was just fucking swaying. And I was just stank of booze and fucking sweat yeah. and grief and just <laughs> depression. <laughs> and fucking, they just, the, the, they, were, they were pretty subtle about it. They just came over and they went, hey, sir, sir, there's, there's no way. So you reek <laughs> of beef. There's no way. And I went, what do you mean? I'm Honestly, man, I'm not a bad drunk. I'm just going to fucking sleep on the plane. Like, I had a long night. Don't worry about it. Talking, sir, there's just no way. <laughs> there's no way. So I can't. I, they said, if you, we'll get you a cup of coffee. There's another flight in like four or five hours. Just sit down, drink your coffee, and um, we'll let you on the next flight if you're, if you're not mental. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, fair enough. I suppose I'm fucking rolling pissed. I wasn't even asked about it. I wasn't even angry. I was like, fuck it. You know, law's the law. I don't mind. He's just doing his job. Mm. All right, then. Well, I'm glad you had a good time, mate. Cause, yeah, it was um, good, I don't know. I've been sat, been sat here bored out my mind. Just watching the world fucking melt. <laughs> it's just, everything's just ridiculous. Hey, by the way, let's just start the show with a fucking banging video I just saw today, right? Like, I, I've deliberately not mentioned this. Okay. Just, just three, two, one, this, just to start the show. Like, I'm not, it's got nothing to do with nothing, but I just couldn't believe it. It's got nothing to do with nothing. Yep. Right. Have I got the website? Sign the shit up. Yeah, I have. Right, it's some M Night Shyamalan shit, though. Right, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. What's going on? What the fuck? That's not a kid, is it, Shuli? Shuli has a, has a legal dwarf. You can't be serious. What's going on? I knew it, but it's illegal to walk. There he is. <laughs> Was he trying to sneak on by paying a kid's price or something? He's committed to it, mate. Fucking He's fully hell. committed. 
he's fully committed to not paying full price on a fucking bus. Fair play he's to just, you know what I mean? He's even carrying toys, mate. He's got. I props, know he's like. got the whole thing, like as if they've even called him on it. Surely, if he goes through that much effort, it's like, go on, mate, <laughs> crack on, mate. You just gotta fucking admire the fucking dedication of the role. He's got his little face up here. Kids, fair please. <laughs> fucking... Oh wait, hang on. That's a point though. They're saying it's a school bus. Is he like some sort of creep, but who's trying to be? Oh, on that's that. even worse. Yeah, yeah. hang on. I, I missed the yellow that. bus. Like, yeah. That's... What are all yellow buses? School buses in America? I don't know. I, right. I don't know. Like, yeah, not It's probably sure. staged anyway. If it's going viral on Twitter, it's not real. But whatever, just make it out what you will. It's got nothing to say about it, fam. No material. <laughs> Things just speak for itself, doesn't it? Oh, just fucking. But while we're on the subject of people getting thrown off, um, yeah, also I couldn't buses. change that picture, so that's just going to be a few show it. So there you go. I'll address oh, it now. Some people are like, "Why is Epstein still there?" <laughs> no, it's totally fine. Just, just it, it's the truth. Um, so anyway. Uh, we we got to talk about this, man, because there's worse things that can happen to you if you're a manlet uh, and uh, even getting thrown off a fucking school bus. And uh, there was this article I saw on BBC, man, it fucking, I don't know if it should crease me, right? Because I got nothing, that, like, if you're short, you're short, you know what I mean? Like, it's just that, right? Like, we joke about Dust being a manlet. I mean, he's 5'3 or 5'4 or something, so, you know, it's not not even that short. But um, yeah, we're shoesies, fucking... like we're shoesies with his big. Yeah, shoesies. exactly. You just yeah. But for me, it's just never I made. I am five foot one with big shoesies. How dare you? Yeah, you know, it's just like not everyone gets to be a six footer. That's just how it works, like genetically. It just just is what it is, you know. But um, man, there was that this fucking thing buckled me. It was like dating, uh, dating as a short man. And then the BBC, just to fucking rub it in, the highs and lows. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, beam. Like, come on, man. They're opening up to you. They're opening up to you, and you're going to do them like that in the headline. This is why you don't talk to the BBC. This is just one example of why you never talk to the BBC. The highs and lows. <laughs> he can't get up on a shelf here. Like, he's get it, he's always low. <laughs> but, um, so, like, look, there's just... Uh, Robert, pictured above, right? Five foot, one inch, with an X, right? And I, I, I think if I was short, right, and not very well built, I don't think I would go for the Harry Potter look. Like, I, I think <laughs> I think I'd get contacts, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying... I don't know what like, that's angle he's going with, but... There are a lot of adults who love Harry Potter, apparently, in the world. But that's well, maybe that's he's calling it that niche. Like, he's calling it that niche. Yeah, but um, but for me, I would downplay trying to look like a, a, a fucking schoolboy from popular literature and maybe up, <laughs> upplay that. I'm just a short, you know, fucking stocky, you know, secretly dwarf. muscular dude. Right? Yeah, just a legal dwarf. <laughs> right? Just read his story. Sweden is famous for being a country of tall, blonde men. Swedish, of course. But I never felt that I stand out too much. I've always been friends with very tall people. Most of my male friends are between 5 foot 11 and 6, six foot 3. And that has made me feel comfortable around tall men. <laughs> <laughs> As if they're a different species or something. Exactly, like, I have learned to walk among the tall. <laughs> they have accepted me into their crowd. This is outrageous. 
Um, okay, some annoying things have happened over the years, like when people want to lift you because you're easy to lift. Is that like a phenomenon that short people are dealing with? Like people just straight coming up to you, hey, all right, wee man, and you're fucking picking you up in that. Is that like a thing? I don't think so. Like, I've, that would never occur to me, mate. It would never occur to me to walk up to somebody who was fucking small. Yeah, he's not even like, like, oh, he's mate, I bet you're easy to lift, mate. <laughs> That's fucking mental. There's people out there doing that. There's no way there's people out there doing that, but that just wouldn't fly. That wouldn't fly in polite society, surely. Um, anyway, so he, he says that... Uh, I'm aware that short guys often complain that it's hard to find a woman, but I've never felt that way at all. See? It's always been easy for me to befriend women. It just comes naturally, and maybe that is the key. Not trying too hard, and not feeling that your height is a handicap. If I'm on a date, I don't give my height a second thought. The women I have dated have ranged from 155 centimetres, my height, keeping it in the legal dwarf region, <laughs> and 175 centimetres, up to 5 foot 9 inches. So, good on him. I like I like him. I definitely wouldn't be full Harry Potter. And the fact that, again, the BBC did him dirty by going, pictured above with an X. Single now, of course. <laughs> like, oh, this article's cruel, man. Uh, but then you come down to Chris and you start getting some, you know, kind of insult stuff. This guy's only five foot seven. Like, that isn't even noteworthy, in my opinion. Like, sh for short shortness i think when you're in five foot seven five foot eight that's just a normal range but he's like one of those bitter dudes women won't even date you i changed my height and i got more replies when i said i was six foot one inches i got three times more matches now i have heard that's a thing and obviously i don't do dating apps because i'm always fucking well apart from grinder no one's ever found my account on grinder um but uh the um you know i would never do a tinder or anything because it's like i've seen how it goes wrong in esports many many times already it's definitely not worth having an account if you don't want people fucking trolling your catfishing your you know maybe you've got a picture on there you you only want prospective suitors to see and you definitely don't want your esports fucking people to see so i'm just all the way out of that never never had a tinder never will uh but anyway so I can't speak to this, but I have read many, many times over that, you know, women do, do that you, you are more likely if you lie and say you're above six foot, you are more likely to get a date on these apps, right? I don't mm -hmm. know if that's true or not, but that's what Bagel Boss was crying about as well. I don't know, though, because, like, most girls I talk to about it, when they say about, like, Tinder heights, I think it's just obnoxious if you put it. I think you're better off just not putting it at all. Like, unless you're so small, it's going to be a problem. Like, if you're four foot two... You might want to mention it beforehand, you know me, like, oh, when you see me, like, I don't want it to be a shark, full-on legal dwarfing. But, like, if you're just, you know, within a certain range of height, I don't think it matters. Just don't put your height. I, yeah, I, like, I'm kind of like that as well. I don't even know why it's a thing. It feels I, almost I like know. fucking Neanderthal in a way, you know? Like, that, that we're still fixated on, on height for, persp you know, I don't know if anyone is. Yeah. Obviously, I get preference. Like, you know, I understand personal preference and attractiveness, but it's never bothered me. I never thought about it for a second. You know? It's just like... I did go on a rotten a rotten date one time. You know, not not catfished or whatever, but just awful and awkward. And just... the, the She just wasn't who she said she was. It was just weird. 
and just didn't like it. And we just sat there. And I don't know, maybe I've got bad memories about it because I did turn up monstrously hungover. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, I did, I, I, I told her, what was it I said? I said, I'm really, really hungover. So uh, apologies, like if I need an adrenaline shot to get going. And she said, don't worry. I am an adrenaline shot. And then I got there with a hangover oh, and she God. just talked about herself. She was like a life coach or something. Yeah, it yeah. was fucking absolute shit. Um, so, I mean, in general, I stay away from these fucking dating things. Like, it's just it's just a bunch of people lying to each other, isn't it? The fucking best of times. Even the ones that aren't telling the big lies. You know what I mean? They're fucking... <laughs> they're still lying a little bit. Nobody goes, you don't go on a fucking date and tell everybody all your shit up front. Like, that would just be fucking dumb. You know, it's ridiculous. But, you know, I, I don't feel sorry for that guy. He sounds like he's got a complex. Like, he sounds like Bagel Boss too, that fella. <laughs> and then, and then look, it turns out the BBC, they realised they'd been a little bit cruel. And they said, so the end with the end with a nice positive story, right, which is here. And if you scroll down, you'll see the little dude in the picture. Uh, it's a guy called Adrian. He's five foot four inches, right? And he was highly sought after because when he went to Reading University, they said, listen, we need a fucking Cox for the well, rowing team. guides the boat, right? He stands at the front. Yeah, as far yeah. as I can tell, right, the point of the Cox is he sits and shouts at yeah, the muscle-bound people actually yeah, doing the rowing. Yeah, yeah, he's a hype man. He gets you all screaming. He's like the drum beater in a war or something. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. it's to do with rhythm as well, like yeah. you want to, all yeah. that shit. I'm sure he does. But basically, yeah. he is just, right, he's just a dude who sits on the boat shouting at people who can actually do the physical stuff. So what they do is... Like they obviously cause train him it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Greek God! Greek God! <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's me. Perfect. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, basically just a hype man for the team, really. And uh, because of that, because you don't want to carry any excess weight beyond having to have one, it's actually like jockeys, you know? They're fucking sought after. The smaller, the lighter, the better. So if you're a man at university, get yourself in a row in. You don't even have to row. Yeah, you don't even have to do the hard way. You get, you just get the same glory as well. If they win, you win. Yeah. Now, jockeying's always been a weird one for me as well. Like, I remember my fucking... Uh, my granddad was telling me about when he used to go down the stables. Right? And they used to do... <laughs> I don't know why they didn't just use saunas, right? But to keep the weight off the riders, uh, you know, on the horses, yeah. they used to bury them in horse shit. No, I don't know if this what? was just some mad fucking thing that was just happening in this one stables, like. They would and bury like basically the my granddad had shit. stumbled across the horse equivalent of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But um yeah, what he used to do How does that suck the weight out of them? Because of the heat. Put them in a sauna and why have I gotta be Yeah, in but that's shit? what I'm saying. I don't think back then I don't think you had access to saunas in the fucking True, like, Yeah, but was. you must have had access to warmth. <laughs> Fires. Yeah, but right. <laughs> Trust me, by the way, <laughs> a big pile of horseshit throws out some fucking heat. But throws out some fucking heat. No, but the thing like is, you you'd wouldn't... have to collect it all fresh because it only keeps its heat for a while. So you'd have to have like fifty horses all yeah, shit what, at once in the No, but that's the point. Like when you when you pile it up, the it, the heat apparently retains. <laughs> so what they would do is they would like shit fucking sit sit the little jockey down before a race. And I'd, I, maybe they were just having his eyes out. Maybe they were just cruel to <laughs> short people. Maybe they just more short people cruelly. They'd pack the shit around them, 
till they were like just neck high and shit and just leave them there for four hours come by and occasionally like let me have a ice cube on the lips and a fucking peg on the nose and that was about it like that was how it used to roll that's what he told me i mean he wasn't a liar so he definitely saw it i'll i'll, I'll back that now maybe the guy just had a fetish who really, who really knows what was going on in that stables but um yeah so i think there's lots of options if you're a man i don't think it's as bad as what people make out you know i think that chris dude i think he's got a negative outlook i think bagel boss i think he's got a negative outlook i think if you're short it don't really matter personality goes a long way there's even sports there's even sports for the manlets so don't worry about it mate don't go in sell don't go to r slash manlets on reddit Let's get on and complain board. about the tall beckys ruining your life and six foot chads just just leave it it's all right mate it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine so i, I thought we'd have to talk about that in honor of, of dust moret <laughs> i do want to also talk about uh the fucking hardest man alive i i couldn't believe this fucking story when i read it like it, it right. blew my mind right what's your pain threshold like um i like to say not bad like i've had mm. my head appendix explode and i i dealt with it like when yeah, it when it actually it. burst i went i didn't leave, leave out a big ah! that was it no like crying so mm. all right i guess I mean, I've dislocated some fingers, but I never really had a big break. Never broke a tibia. It hasn't been tested that much, I guess I'd say. Except for the appendix, like that's about it. Mine's pretty good. As I said, fingers chopped off, reattached. Yeah. Slipped disc in my back one time. Oh, yeah, scorpion sting. Did take that. Took that on the chin. That went bad. Although you were worried you were going to die. Yeah, yeah. Was for you, like. Yeah. But that's fine. That's got nothing to do with nothing. Nobody wants to lose. You can't leg, really like. have true bravery without fear, Sam. That's exactly. kind of how it works, you know. But anyway, I've heard some fucking stories that 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 blow my mind. Like medical, you know, feats of uh, endurance, feats of pain. I've never heard nothing like this. This, this is gonna fucking blow you away. No right. shit. Right. This is a guy in Canada who had. 7.6 centimeter length tweezers stuck in his urethra for four years did he not know what did he just allow it to happen oh he knew someone was up mate <laughs> <laughs> he knew someone was wrong maybe like. chalk chalk uh fucking check the oil mate you know what i mean lift the hood fucking have a look oh can you notice no, so what happened was he had he had a surgery in uh, in a clinic in no, Saudi Arabia. Nah, man. Mm -hmm. No, mm -hmm. that's so mm -hmm. much worse, man. Yeah, no. no. And As they if left. Someone's left it in there. Yeah, they left it in his fucking hogs. How were they even? even how, would, yeah. how did they even have access to hog? Like, well, I, it doesn't say. Look, it says here. Um, the author didn't explain how or why the man lodged the tweezers in his urethra. However, they wrote, in general, foreign bodies are most commonly inserted into the ur urinary tract by patients. But here's the thing. You don't just take that on the chin for four years. And why would it be surgical tweezers? So he's saying the clinic's lying about it. Yeah. Either way, he's been rocking that for four fucking years. Four years. Now listen, there's there's even an X-ray there. I mean, Sam, like, explain it to me, man. It, it, <laughs> it's it's in like, do you see what I'm saying there? Like, fucking How... get me out, man. All right. So you can see the the light 
the light grey part towards the tweezers is where his knob goes. So it's yeah. So you no. can see where it's spread. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's a very like faint grey outline of the skin, and then the tweezers uh -huh. are opening, so they're like spreading their urethra, which is making it more wide. Like yeah, yeah. And you can see the bottom part of the tweezers just sticking in. No, like, it's dug fucked up, man. In. Let me honestly, like, not much, not much fucking makes me like cringe and fucking, you know what I mean. But let me tell you, I had a, I, I passed a kidney stone once. You'll get fucking religious if you ever pass a kidney stone, <laughs> by the way. Like, you'll just get fucking religious. No, you'll just get you you get religious. I remember, I remember one time when I was in a urinal as a kid with my uncle Ruben. We'd been out, what's it? We'd been out on the lash. I don't think I was old enough to be on the lash. I think I'd have one or two. It was a working men's club in you know in the northeast. You can just do whatever the fuck you want. Serving alcohol, to fucking twelve year olds. Yeah, no bother. He's got to learn. He's already sometime. had two weeks, alright. Yeah, exactly. He's got to learn sometime. He's got to start drinking sometime. Definitely doesn't. Like, fair enough. <laughs> um, anyway, me, I remember my Uncle Reuben, um, you know, he's only got one leg. And he fucking had his arm against the wall like this. And he was having a piss. And, mate, he was, he was, he was, getting, he had a kidney stone all up in there. And he was fucking just, ah, ah, <laughs> like, are you all right, mate? Oh, kidney stone. <laughs> <laughs> Like just making these fucking animal noises, like giving birth or whatever, and uh, you know when they when they come out, man, they're fucking tiny. So it happened to me like not that long, not that long ago, a couple of years back. And uh, I'll tell you, brother. Whew, I still got one in there. Apparently, it's just too big to come out. It just it's all. Does it do it in there? Like, does it do anything while it's in there, or is it fine until it comes out? Ah, you get the occasional ache. I just drink through it usually. Not a big deal, but um. But yeah, anyway, this, when this one came out, mate, it, they told me it was going to be painful. I was like, how bad can it be? It's half a millimetre across. That's fuck all. Compared to your urethra, that's quite big. And <laughs> it's literally like, they're not even like grit. Because grit has like rounded... Yeah, it's like sharp, no, pointy. Stone. Yeah, these are deliberately sharp, pointy. They're all calcified. So they like dig in as they come down your urethra and scrape oh. every fucking centimetre oh. that they creep down while you're pissing. That's when you get them into the urethra. That's when the real fun begins. But you can feel them knocking about before you even get them in there. You know something's not quite right. It's passing through the bladder and all that shit. And then by the time it gets to the urethra, which is super fucking long, it's fucking unreal. And you're just feeling it. Basically, a kidney stone crawls through your urethra like fucking Andy Dufresne in fucking Shawshank, just, just slow grinding on his elbows. It's fucking rough, mate. So anyway, yeah, you, you get religious. You do get fucking religious immediately. Like, God, please, I'll do anything. No painkillers work. Just nothing takes it away. Oh, I got and then at the end, way you always are, I was going to tell you about big bumps oh, on what? the plane. I know you, you're oh, a class for a big bump, but almost the aerostess went flying but she almost took her head out on the luggage rack and i immediately like please god if you were real <laughs> allow me to land just i was watching those air traffic control videos as well but before i went so that didn't help a lot although nobody Man, that, them, so every time i come back from amsterdam by the way bumps Oh, I know. I don't think I've ever had a flight. Yeah, yeah. it's just windy as fuck, and like, I don't know why. Me, but just, I don't know. I think it's the yeah. approach. Like every time I land in there as well, it's always bumpy. I think they've got to like do a whip round when they fucking come in, like do a sharp turn, because every time I come to land, it's always one quick whip round, few bumps, go through the clouds. Everyone thinks they're gonna die, and we're on the floor. So, 
I do like as well how 50 viewers just disconnected during the kidney storm. But... Nah, nah, nah. Nah, fuck this. This is shite. Maybe I didn't come on this irreverent made-up podcast to listen to fucking that. So out they go. On my Tuesday. But yeah, how long, how long does it take? For me, it was from once I knew it was in there to getting it out. I mean, it felt like an eternity, but realistically, it was probably only like, you know, seven hours, seven, eight hours, something like that. All right. But um, yeah, it it, it 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 was fucking grim. And then you, what what's really weird is at the end when it's out, it's this tiny little thing, like yeah. a grain of fucking sand, and you're like fucking hell am i a pussy or what like what's going on there but nah it is it is unreal um i think i think doctors uh, have said it's the only thing analogous to labor that that a man will ever go through it's, it's the only thing that's even vaguely close um but yeah the idea that this guy's just fucking walking around with that going on straight tweezer knobs in <laughs> for fucking years right just taking it on the chin who is this fucking guy who is this guy like i also don't like the fact that it, it it makes out that this is a more common occurrence than you would want to think like i mean i've seen loads of stories on the nhs um you know like where people get sewn back up and they've got fucking I, I don't understand how that happens like you know you just like right these organs are there we'll sew them up shall we do you want to have a look and see if there's anything fucking silver and shiny inside him just before we do close them up like they never do it but the idea that you would fucking have that in your penis is is mind-blowing to me and also as well the way the hospital's trying to make out he was doing it for sexual gratification i know people are into some weird freaky shit but when something goes wrong when you're doing something like that like you know we've all had that story about the guy who fucking he's got a lemon up his ass yeah and um he says he slipped on it in the shower you know what i mean we all know that story fell right? onto a bottle of ketchup with a condom on yeah, it exactly. <laughs> oh, no. slipped yeah. uh, I, I slipped on some soap and this fucking 24 inch dildo just fucking <laughs> snaked its way up my ring like no obviously obviously it's a double it ender there. mate and it's attached to another <laughs> man <laughs> but the point is the point is like you obviously fucking you know, you go to the doctor when it when it when it's gone wrong. Like hundred percent. Like you don't just sit on it for four fucking years in absolute excruciating pain. <laughs> if you've done it and you know it's in there and you know it's wrong. But yeah, he just thought he had some in he, he was like, he, I just had some strange pressure and pain down there. I'm like, fucking hell. Man. What an absolute fucking animal that guy is. Do you wanna fucking <laughs> serious? Do you wanna get him in MMA? Go, go sign him up to MMA now. Teach him now. Because his pain threshold's unreal. Like, he's never tapping that guy. Like, what are you going to do? Snapping my arm at the elbow. That's fucking no. I had a fucking pair of tweezers in my fucking urethra for four years. Just have to break all his limbs, mate. Win yeah. by points when he crawls around. <laughs> just, just giving him the odd just... kick. Fucking fuck up. Just take it on the chin, like. Uh, anyway. What else has been going on? Um, I feel like we should do an update on what some of the stories before we get into some of the news. Uh, here we go. Let's do an update on, on Popeye's chicken. Nice. Right? I now, think I've seen this. No, well, you remember, you were on the show when we were talking about Popeye's, Yeah, yeah, right? people wilding about having fucking sandwiches yeah, kicking yeah. off, yeah. 
Yeah, full boondocks, yeah, like yeah. in real life, over a Popeye chicken sandwich. Well, we had a robbery and we had people fucking going out there and basically being like chicken scalpers and just all sorts of like just insane behavior. Well, it finally happened on uh, November 4th that someone was actually murdered over a Popeye's chicken sandwich. It's interesting, by the way, isn't it? The sort of selective outrage that we have as a society that, you know, <clears throat> now Popeye's chicken has been officially the cause of more deaths than the Joker movie. The Joker movie was subject to petitions to fucking Warner Brothers and, you know, please cancel this movie or at least have, like, some little fucking dude come out at the start and go, now listen, we do know that there's a crazy clown guy g killing some people. Spoiler. <laughs> but maybe you don't want to do that in real life, you know? They, they were making some absolute crazy accusations. Meanwhile, not a single incident linked to the Joker movie, but we had to listen to the fucking just nonsense um you know constantly uh but anyway so man stabbed to death in maryland popeyes after altercation over chicken sandwich the fight initially began in line <clears throat> when a man cut in front of another man because he was worried about them running out of popeyes chicken sandwiches specifically the sandwich and then the altercation escalated and spilled outside where one of the men was stabbed We've been able to determine preliminarily that this is related to the release of the sandwich here at this restaurant. This is an official police statement. This individual was in line specifically for the sale of the sandwich when another customer, um, what was to be with another customer, and he got into an altercation Wait. and... What? Why are they blaming the sandwich, or but What happened is, someone pushed in line, someone got unreasonable, they both got into a fight and someone got killed. It's That's really sandwich. what happened. Why are they saying it's if the chicken has spells, but <laughs> No, no, it's not well. magic. Yeah, the chicken, but here's, here's the thing, right? Isn't it weird how some things we say, right? Like, we say, um, you know, oh, if, uh, if, if, if a movie inspire you know if, a yeah, yeah. if an act of violence occurs in a movie theater we immediately start looking at what movie it is yeah. we don't just say humans are cunts we don't just arrive at the only conclusion that there is ever to arrive at like it doesn't matter what you change it doesn't matter what laws you change it doesn't matter what rules you have it you, humans are cunts and they're just going to do cuntish things as often as they can on a whim almost and, and not just cunts, morons. We're going to get to idiots. I'm, I'm going to show you the stupefying levels of idiocy that we're sinking to. Um, but, you know, they're, they're stupid. Like, a guy literally threw his entire life away and killed somebody else throwing their life away for a chicken sandwich. <laughs> but what I find interesting is nobody comes up and ever says, well, Popeyes is to blame for that. Right? And it would be, I agree with you, it'd be unreasonable. Yeah. But why are, right, there's been non-stop, I can't believe I'm saying this sentence, <laughs> there's been non-stop chicken hysteria ever since they released that sandwich. <laughs> non-stop, mate. So at what point is it reasonable to say we have to suspend sales of the chicken well, sandwich? Well, I read the government dangerous. should get involved and subsidise yeah. their buns. Like, they're going to have to subsidise the buns if the lack there of buns is what's killing people. The government I mean, this is the involved. thing as well. 
this, this is the madness of it all, right? There is no getting away from the fact that it's just a regular chicken in bread. Like, there exactly, is no getting away from that. That's what I mean. Bring a bun with you and save money. Just bring a bun from home, go to Popeyes, order some chicken, which he never run out of. Always got chicken, but just out of buns. And then you can make your own. No one has to get stabbed. No one has to cut in line. You can just have your chicken in a bun, but Have your chicken in a bun, and we can all live and see our families again. It's so, like, yeah, it's, it, come, like, it is. It's just insane but i haven't seen anybody make the argument right that popeye should withdraw the sale of the chicken sandwich because it's too good it's too good and it's driving people wild it's driving people to murder because it's that good <clears throat> you know and I, I think i think if you want to be logically consistent you have to put some of the blame on them you have to say, Popeyes, what have you been doing to defuse this chicken hysteria? They're not doing much, are they? You do know, obviously, as well, being a corporation, that secretly somewhere, somewhere, a meeting happened, right? All the fucking suits get around. They're going, fucking hell, they're killing each other for the fucking chicken now. This is brilliant advertising. I love this. Chicken could we, could we worth do that? dying we... for. You right? We can put that on exactly, TV. Exactly. Is that allowed? Could we make that the slogan? Chicken worth killing for. Could we, could we, is that tasteless? I don't know anymore. I'm a I'm a corporate suit. I lost my humanity as soon as I took this job. You ever seen that movie? Thanks killing. What if we make a turkey sandwich? Can we do turkey? <laughs> Popeye's turkey. Oh, here you go. Thanksgiving's coming up. We really got to do thanks killing. There you go. Let's do it. Yeah, man. There you go. Soon we never did Abbott and Costello for fucking yeah. uh, following. But anyway, so I, you know, I just can't. I, I don't understand the fucking logical consistency. Right? We're still outraged about the Joker. We're still talking about that. We're still talking about video game violence. We're still talking about that. Chickens inspiring motherfuckers to violence now, guys. Like, So what do we do now? We need to have a serious talk about chicken. I'm waiting for that think piece in HuffPost. What does chickens... What, what does a murder over chicken say about Trump's America? I want to read that article today. Somebody write it, please. It's not. It's just fucking selective outrage. Nobody cares that the, the it, you know and again then you have to start thinking about it what if they're deliberately making the buns scarce to cause the you know negative reaction <laughs> like no i'm telling you mate you're telling me a successful chicken chain can't say we need x amount of buns counter argument mate kfc run out of chicken in the uk for about two weeks every chicken every kfc no in the i do UK remember no that chicken, like so it has happened like no listen maybe i've been listening to fucking eddie bravo too much <laughs> and i'm getting too bro. deep on this shit like just... yeah anyway deliberately <laughs> it's all manipulation think about it every time you go buns. to a walmart do you think do you not see the fucking buns we have buns <laughs> why wouldn't they have buns yeah, exactly whatever uh, i'm fucking crazy bro <laughs> <laughs> but like this is they're not the first then you know they're not the first restaurant are they to have shit like this go on it's like you say when you know this is this is the first time it's really gone full boondocks like no doubt about it but this isn't uh this isn't like unique like mcrib hysteria you remember that yeah yeah people wilding out about the mcribs people yeah. trying to steal mcribs the rick and morty szechuan sauce story that we yeah, covered as well yeah. it's like this happens all the time and what this points to is marketing is making people fucking mentally ill like yeah. everything else is making us mentally ill because we just weren't meant to live this way why why are people being told that this is a must-have chicken sandwich when again we know right i'm gonna tell you exactly what's in it right? <laughs> we have back engineered the sandwich yeah <laughs> listen t take it from an expert right bun yeah pretty much a standard bun 
nothing fancy. It's not brioche or nothing. Just a standard bun. Popeye's delicious chicken. Bit of meal. Right? Yeah, bit of their. It's a, I think it's a special meal they use. I don't think it's just neat, neat clean yeah. meal. I think it's got a bit of mesquite or something in it. Popeye's. Bit of zing in there. Two dill pickles. Bun. Now, if you take the bun away, <laughs> it's still a pretty good <laughs> eat, isn't it? <laughs> so I don't understand how everyone's been fucking duped into believing that this this chicken sandwich is the fucking be all and end all. But this is all they have to do. <clears throat> they just have to fucking say, like, wait, guys, like, you know, we got to tone this advertising down. But obviously, that's never gonna happen. Or you could just be like, I don't know, like, I guess this is your stance. If people are fucking dumb enough to hack each other to death over chicken sandwiches and fast food and all that, you're gonna have to just, yeah. you know, you're this, just gonna have to let that one ride out because people are fucking idiots. Then, like, yeah, there's just too much yeah. shit out there. But then again, I'm also on the side that I don't blame any movie or anything like that for what happens if people watch it. So No, I'm the same. Yeah, I don't. So as long as we don't everyone fall, else yeah, exactly. does. As long as we don't fall, Never hear about, it. never hear about, never hear about marketing anymore. Never hear about, do you remember, the, the best trick advertisers ever fucking pulled off and marketers ever pulled off was actually convincing everybody that they're not pure evil. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a really interesting, you know, when I was growing up in the 80s and 90s, we all had an acceptance that, yeah, these people are fucking scumbags. But these days, it's like, I don't know, you, you you know, you've got brands fucking tweeting at each other. You, you know, like fucking memes and trying to dunk on each other when they're probably all owned by the same parent company. And it's just pathetic, you know, and, and people are like, oh shit, man. Wendy's Twitter is fucking lit, bro. Wendy's, like, <laughs> what? who who follows? Like, I haven't even looked at this. Oh, I, bet it, I bet it's frightening. Oh, it's scary, bro. <clears throat> Here we go, Wendy's Twitter. Right, they have three point four million followers. How <laughs> how how do three point four million people care about what a brand has to say about their own products? Like, imagine being so fucked. Imagine being so deranged <clears throat> that you willingly sign up to be advertised to because their Twitter is lit. <laughs> You know, when they have all these fake interactions with other brands. No, and we're check not saying that well Wendy's with... isn't delicious. Wendy's is great, you know what I mean? I've got to follow them on Twitter <laughs> yeah, to I'm, enjoy I'm, their I'm products. Indifferent. I'm indifferent to Wendy's. I know you're hedging your bets here because we're more likely to get a Wendy's sponsorship than a McDonald's <laughs> sponsorship. No, I, I see what you're doing, Sam. That's fine. But, um, you know, it, it's just ridiculous. Like, the, you know, the, the way they make these jokes, like, We'll, 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 I suppose we can get to this in a bit, but you know when fucking Emma Watson basically said she's an incel? No. Did you see this? No. All right, well, basically Emma Watson said she was uh, she was an incel. Um, she said that um, she's single and she has trouble getting dates, um, oh. but she doesn't like to think of herself as single because it's self-defeating to, to think of yourself negatively. So she says that she's self-partnered. Don't piss my right. face and tell me a training. Am I really going to yeah, hear no. from Emma Watson how hard it is to get a date? Try living fucking everyone else's <laughs> life. <laughs> Fuck me. Are you telling me it's having to get a date? How about walk out your house, stand there for 35 seconds, bet money someone asks. Bet money, but bet money. Well, especially now that you've had Exactly, it, right? yeah. Mental. <clears throat> but 
but but just because you're not finding anyone CNN. you like. Here's the CNN uh, article about it, and what she did was, um, you know, she she uses this she used this term because she's coming up to thirty now. So yeah, we're all we're all really old guys. Um, Hermione is thirty years old. And she said she doesn't like to call herself single because that like implies you have to be with somebody and she can't get dates. Um, but anyway, she just likes to describe herself as self-partnered. And I do, I, I, I never normally do the apples to oranges comparison, right? I never do the apples to oranges comparison of, well, if a man said this, <laughs> but I will this time. Because if a man said this, they would immediately be branded a creepy incel. Like, there's just yeah. no way. There's just no way you ever getting away with calling yourself fucking self-partnered as a dude, is there? There's just no way that's ever happening. No way. Right? But anyway, if the reason they, I'm bringing that If they that were in is, a similar position as you, if it was like, I don't know, what's a really attractive guy nowadays, but that Chris, Liam Hensworth, Chris Hemsworth, one of these. Yeah. If one of those came oh, out and said mean. it, they'd probably go like, oh, he's saying that, you know, purposefully to try and look nice, but... I don't know. Brie Larson would fucking just kick kick the shit out of him publicly in Twitter, wouldn't he? Wouldn't she? <laughs> fucking the you know. incels on my work yeah. team. Yeah. This is why Captain Marvel failed because Chris Hemsworth is a secret dog whistler to incels. Like fucking hell. Nah, you're just thoroughly dislikable <laughs> as a person and in the role. So that was probably a big factor. Charisma does go a, a long way when you're an actor. Just putting that out there but anyway why am i bringing up this um well look just look at look at wendy's twitter man just look they they did a tweet because they have this thing called the dave single and they said we're going to change the dave single to the dave self-partnered on the day that that story broke right and it's just like this has got 36,000 likes, 36,000 people saw a brand trying to leech off something that was trending on Twitter to promote their products. And 36,000 people went, fucking hell, I want to remember this tweet forever. Where were you when Wendy's made that Emma Watson joke, Sam? Where were you? Do you remember? Do you remember how lit Wendy's... Like, who, who the fuck are these people? Who the fuck are these people? It's which we, we tried to do everything we could to get away from marketing and advertising. We created laws back when you know we we, we were a bit more. I don't know, a bit more <laughs> human, aware, I guess. Like, self-aware. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, who cares about the fucking brand, and and, and, and not even the brand. There is a dude employed to fucking tweet this shit and they walk a tightrope every day because every time something trends they have to jump into the trend and and make a joke about it and we all know in this day and age making jokes is about the riskiest fucking thing you can ever do so th th this wage slave has to walk this tightrope to make the brand sound funny and hip knowing that if at any point the joke doesn't land or there's a secret hidden meaning he didn't fucking know about. Um, you just have to fucking take that one Wendy's on the chin. Wendy's is cancelled. Wendy's is cancelled. Cancel Wendy's. I saw, I saw it happen in esports. I won't name names because they obviously deleted the tweet. But I saw somebody 
it was the day after the fucking Christchurch shooting. Tweet out, subscribe to PewDiePie. I'm like, come on, for fuck's sake. Like, and they just, they'd been traveling, so they hadn't fucking seen any of it. They just knew there'd been a shooting. They didn't know that the shooter had said that. And then everyone was like, right, cancelled. Cancel this person. And it's like, fucking hell. Just t- tweeting's just a lottery at the best of times. It, it, so, but anyway, these fucking brands, man. Like, I don't understand who's fucking looking at these tweets and thinking this is fucking great. This is great. And who are these people that tweet stuff at the brand? Like, have you, 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 you ever seen I those know, tweets well, where it's like, yeah. if I get how many likes for, for a, a free, free nugget me? Like, no, yeah, it's I know. Like, who's this kind of like? Well, admit. <laughs> No, listen, oh. don't put your, don't put yourself out, mate. I'll just, where do you live? I'll, I'll fucking PayPal you the money, but please stop this. Please stop this. But the thing is, and it's not even the... ever for the whatever it is. It's always just, I want the attention of this many people yeah. to see me on the internet. Yeah, next tweet down. Wow. This <laughs> oh, blew up. This blew up. <laughs> oh, here's my SoundCloud. Oh, I just made it today. You've got nothing to say. Here's You're tweeting at Wendy's begging for nuggets, mate. That I like, make what, out you know. of semen and blood on my Etsy page. <laughs> like, fuck <laughs> off, you weird cunt. Get some normal hobbies, you creeps. Tweeting at fast food Twitters. Get a life. Get a life. That's unreal, man. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know fucking what's going on. We need to have a clamp down on this shit, I think. Shut it we down. Do need to have, yeah, shut it down. We do need to have a shut down. Uh, anyway, could be worse. You work for a brand. You could work for this company in Pakistan, right? This is just a mental fucking story. You ever seen the, uh, k- 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 what's it called? The Khalij Times? No. It's like the, uh, it's like, yeah, it's like a, um, uh, it's like a newspaper that focuses on uh, Pakistan news, right. Asian stuff as as well. But it's got a it's got a Pakistan section, and this is just mental. Um, so there was a guy who, uh, and it, it, he was like, um, he was like a caretaker, like a janitor at a religious, you know, temple or a place of worship or whatever, and. He said, like, listen, um, I, I need, oh, no, so, sorry, it, it was the electrician, my bad. So the person who runs the the, the uh, religious place, as they, they stipulate not saying a mosque, which makes me think it's an, it's an alternative place that they don't want to specifically name just in case, because obviously it's a predominantly Muslim uh, area. Uh, but anyway, caretaker of a religious place here. Um, and there was an electrician who was demanding wages for doing the electrics in the walls and everything. And he kept coming to the guy and he said, "Listen, I gotta get, my, I gotta get my money. I gotta get my paper. You know, I gotta fucking, I gotta get paid. Like I can't do this on a charity." So he turned up again and said, "Listen, mate, it's time for the fucking. It's time to pay. Like it's it's unreasonable." And the guy goes, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry, I got your money right here." And he goes into a room. And he comes back with a fucking lion. <laughs> a fucking lion, Sam. And he sets the lion on him. He had a pet lion just in his back room. And he just... He, I'll just read you the, the statement here. The caretaker kept delaying the payment, but when Rafiq persisted, Raza, that's the guy who runs the, the religious place, got annoyed and unleashed his pet lion on him. 
the lion wounded the electrician's face and arms. I'm sure it did. The victims cry for help, alerted some passers-by, and they managed to rescue him from the lion. I also want to just say this, Sam. If I'm seeing a guy get mauled by a fucking lion, I'm out. I'm not helping you. I'm going to keep walking on by. If, there's a good chance I may run if you're my friend, Myth. Never mind if I didn't know him. Like, if me and you were walking mm. down the street and you get gripped by a lion, I'm going to have to find some adrenaline from somewhere to start fighting a lion. Well, but... Myth, that's what I mean. It's like, you, you have a, sometimes you just think to yourself, like, listen, you love your mates. You'll do anything for your friends. You, but not. But there's sometimes you've just got to weigh it up. You know, it's like in yeah, Walking like, Dead. Rich, if you're even, bit, even mate, in a two-on-one, I mean, on one, we're not looking good against this lion. <laughs> no, of <he> course. <laughs> But yeah, but like you know, if if you if you get bit and I know you're dead, well, what's the point of me trying to rescue you just so we can sit around for six hours while you turn? I may as well just use you as bait. You're already dead. <laughs> I'm run away. It's sad. I'll have a cry about it later, but I'll be alive. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And equally, a so, total stranger getting mauled by a fucking lion. I don't even know what's going on in the build-up right there. It's just <laughs> a know, man shouting. Yeah, up. Maybe he, he might. It. He might have been mugging this lion yeah, exactly. off, mightn't he? Could have been trying to steal it. Yeah. And it, it just backfired. Turned out the guy was a pure cunt. Like, just fucking, you want your money? How about a fucking lion instead? Like, it's unreasonable as fuck, that is. Bad behavior. You know. There's some this guy is a dull old, though. He goes on to say, like, he also promised me afterwards he'd, pro he'd pay for the treatment of my injuries from the lion oh, attack. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Fool me he'll one pay for it with lions, mate. Yeah. Pay for it with yeah, lions. Come, yeah, come yeah. get your money for your bites tomorrow, mate. <laughs> yeah. Let's go in this cage, you daft cunt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's all casts on your arms and that. Like... Come by for the money for, for, for the NHS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One minute, mate. I'll just sit in the back. Two in the lions. lion room. Two lions. Yeah, it's, it's in the lion room, mate. I'll just go get it for you, yeah? He's just been fucking lying to twice. <laughs> Still outrageous, though. I, I, like, there's just no fucking defending that, mate. Just lying in someone. It's just unreasonable. <laughs> so I have another stupid story, by the way, right? Now, here's, here's the thing I didn't know. Because, you know, obviously, why would I know? But... There's a right. There's a market. If you're if you're right. If you're ever willing to kill someone for money, okay. Um, you know they call them hitman, but obviously the uh, the reality is very different. Um, often it's just some you know it's not like the game hitman where it's like some guy and he's like or Leon and they all have like fucking sniper rifles and loads of tools and yeah okay we're gonna take out this high profile target that will take fifty thousand dollars. Generally, a hitman's just some desperate cunt, like just some fucking pathetic criminal thug who's just trying to like step it up just to like get a one. And the payments are always pathetic. Like whenever you read these stories in the news about like a hitman was unearthed, you know, unless we're talking high level cartel shit where you're like an enforcer for a fucking gang or whatever, it's just some fucking criminal loser did, did, has done bits for fucking small crime. And then it's like, yeah, he accepted ten thousand, like ten thousand dollars, mate, to fucking kill someone. What's wrong with you? Like, even thinking that's like reasonable, like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's insane. Um, you know, they do it for nothing. But one of the things that that it goes on apparently in the hitman economy that I found out recently is, very often the hitman who agrees to do the job thinks, eh, I'm not getting caught, so I'll subcontract another hitman. Yeah. yeah. And I'll pay them less. 
So you end up with this fucking spiral of murder delegation, essentially. And there was this story. The headline is just fucking, it's a banger. I nearly tweeted this one out, but I wanted to save it for a show. <laughs> right? Hitman hires Hitman, who hires Hitman, who hires Hitman, who hires Hitman, who tells police. <laughs> right? And it was for this one murder, and five Hitmen all got arrested because they all delegated to another hitman. So I'll, I'll read this. Five hitmen have been jailed for attempted murder after each one avoided carrying out the contract themselves so they could make a profit on the side. Chinese businessman, China of course, Tan Yuhui was looking for a hitman to take out a competitor, Wei Mo, and... <laughs> Wee Mo. Oh, ah, he's been growing uh, recently. Last time I yeah, I know. He's, he's big now. He's not a manless. Wee Mo and was willing to pay 2 million yuan to get the job done. That's about 218,000 um, pounds. The hitman that Mr. Yu Hui hired decided to offer the job to another hitman at half the original price. The second hitman then subcontracted it to another hitman, who then subcontracted a fourth, who then decided to give the job to a fifth. However, hitman number five was so incensed at how much the value of the contract had fallen that he told the target to fake his own death, which eventually led to police find finding out about the plot. The businessman and the hapless assassins were all convicted of attempted murder by the court in Nanning, Guangxi, following a trial that lasted three years. The original dispute occurred in 2013 when Wai decided to sue real estate developer Yu Hui, so it was over a fucking real estate lawsuit initially. Again, just classic businessman thought. Yeah, I could take this lawsuit on the chin, or I could hire a hitman uh, <laughs> to, to kill the guy suing me. Um, but it, just, just crazy. That and the the thing is as well the 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 final guy the fifth guy who told the told the businessman to fake his death he he got convicted as well by the way even though he was like yeah but to be fair he says that he did it because he was fooling about wait oh hang on the stream drop I think we're back right okay oh did it yeah uh oh we find whenever we talk about China in it <laughs> we always have a DC. Mm. Sorry, I must be but yeah, he, he did say that um, basically the only reason he t he told him is because he he was incensed about how much money he was getting. So basically, he was fuming because yeah. he weren't getting enough cash. So he's like, "Well, fuck it, I ain't gonna do it then." Oh yeah, I'm not saying he's a good Samaritan. Yeah, but he's but it does seem crazy. And listen to these sentences, by the way. How mental is this? Like when you compare it to American sentencing, right? So the guy who hired the original hitman, the guy who plotted the murder in the first place, five years. Five years for hiring Shit. a hitman. Fucking hell. Right? The first hitman who agreed to do the job, three years, three and a half what? years. Yeah, I know. Mate, and then the guy... should be just life all around, except for the fifth guy, maybe because he didn't yeah, no, and the, and the, 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 the fifth guy, though, the fifth guy got two years and seven months, and he saved the cunt's life. Fucking hell. That's mental, isn't it? It's, this is what I mean. Like people think China's like draconian. No, only if you're a Uyghur Muslim. <laughs> yeah, if you're a businessman hiring a hitman, like five years. 
And if you're a hitman, yeah, 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 three years for you. Like, hang on. <laughs> Even if you agree that the guy who hire is hiring the hitman is bad, you got to you got to agree that the actual hitman is worse. <laughs> nah, he gets a smaller sentence. Like, fucking hell, crazy shit, right? That's you know, fucking mind-boggling, mind-boggling the sentencing, but also mind-boggling. Like, what an absolute clusterfuck of an aptitude as well. Like, just. Just want to put that out there. Right then, let's. Um, we've done some funny stuff at the start. How we usually structure the show is we we do a bit of funny, bit of politics. Right? Don't worry. No Trump antics. I just wanted to talk about the Tories, Sam. Here we go. Right? Do like? No, listen. I do like it. Right when the Tories basically fucking reveal what they are, which you know. They always, they, they, they've been pushing this whole idea that, you know, listen, T Tony Blair was a cunt, his cabinet was corrupt as fuck, sent us into an illegal war, put out a manifesto that just pretty much broke every promise, and somehow, despite having a, um, a supposedly eminent uh, economist as the chancellor, managed to drive Britain to the brink of uh, just unparalleled bankruptcy and, and then like leaves it all on the fucking doorstep of, of the Tories that come in. And while they get blamed a lot for the austerity measures, which by the way, it's not it's not austerity itself that's the issue, it's where they want to make the cuts. It's like, they're, they're sat, the Tories are sat there going, well, we could just not let the disabled live. <laughs> have we thought about that? And then, and Do we oh, have God, to God, count yes, the poor yes. as people? If we could just yeah. have them as some sort of animal, that would do well better for our statistics. Yeah, th th that that's the problem. It's, it's where they look to make the cuts. They're looking to make the cuts from already vulnerable people in society. They're looking to make cuts from the NHS. They're making the look cuts from you know, mental health care. They're looking to make cuts uh, on you know dis disability access and and um, you know programs to help people lead just comfortable lives. It's in benefits for people who were already unemployed and already haven't used food banks. In fact, if you go look at the numbers now, the the level of people relying on food banks in the UK is at the highest level it's been. I think since the fucking uh, major recession we came out of in like back in the Green Goddess days. Um, so. You know, and that's why we had rolling blackouts in London. Um, so, so anyway, you know, it, 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 what 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 you have to remember about the Tories is they have a point when they say, "Listen, a lot of this shit was put on our doorstep," and that's true. It's not like New Labour. It's not like New Labour really cared about the working class. The clue was in the fucking name New Labour. The the clue was in how they rebranded to appeal to middle class Britain to get elected because people had a lot of bad memories about Labour last time they were in, which again was reasonable. It's not like either party's perfect. It's basically just where they put their focus and 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 how they collectively fuck up. There's never been, in my lifetime, a, a satisfactory government. But if, if I was to ever lean uh, onto the side, it was like, listen, I think Jeremy Corbyn's a fucking clown. Uh, but last election, we had Theresa May, who was provably incompetent. And when she was Home Secretary, she cut all of the policing services to the bone, which enabled things to happen, like the bombing at Ariana Grande's concert. And when the head of police uh, for that Manchester region came out and said that, the media were kind of like, fuck, don't know what to do. 
you know, and then and then I'll be what because she comes out doing this to fucking dancing queen. I'm supposed to think she's not a lizard person. Is that <laughs> is that how that works? You know, just fucking again. Yeah, oh, I'm fooled. I'll just keep huffing the bullshit drugs. <sighs> yeah, this is fine. Okay. So anyway, I, there, there's a reason why I never want to go back to Britain. There's a lot of reasons, but I mean, you know, the fact that our our p political landscape right now is just a fucking absolute embarrassment to any developed nation um is one of them but i do also take some amusement when the tories let their sort of true nature slide you know when it just becomes uh, apparent um so here, here's one it, 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 just an example uh, of this there was another one actually recently i just remembered i'm gonna try and get that um here it is right so <laughs> Just letting it slip. Just letting it slip. This is a story uh, about uh, Francesca O'Brien. Um, she is a uh, Tory um, MP. And she put out a Facebook post that basically said uh, that, the, um, the, that the people in Benefit Street need to be put down. <laughs> She's Welsh, of course, as well. From running in the galaxy. Yeah, much, much like that guy who said the only way to save Port Talbot was with a nuclear yeah. bomb or whatever. There's a, you know, they can't really help themselves. They always say like, you know, oh, we, we do look, you know, no, no, we don't hate the working class. We're trying to make it better for the working class. And then you get a conservative, you know, conservative candidate come out and say, yeah, people on benefits need to be put down. <laughs> like, not helped to get off benefits, you know. It's not like, or encouraged to get off benefits, or incentivized. No, we'll just kill him, eh? We'll just kill him. Uh, so this is the story. Uh, a conservative general election candidate has apologized for a Facebook post in which she said people on a TV show needed putting down. Um, she said her comments were made off the cuff, but admitted her use of language was unacceptable. Uh, Labour and the Lib Dems had called for the candidate to be dropped, but Welsh Conservative Chairman Byron Davis stood by Miss O'Brien uh, who is set, still set to run in the general election come the uh, 12th of December. Uh, Labour First Minister Mark Drake, Drakeford said he couldn't imagine voters in Gower backing such a candidate, while a Tory peer has said the candidate should definitely consider her position. Um, so, <laughs> the, the actual post read, Benefit Street, is anyone else watching this? Wow, these people are unreal. My blood is boiling these people need putting down. Reasonable. <laughs> Reasonable Tory outlook. I mean, definitely elect somebody who thinks that. Nothing could possibly uh, go wrong. Then you have um, their, weird, their weird obsession with sex. Uh, that's always prevalent with Tories. And they, they come out, they don't half come out with some shit about this. So this is a, a minister um who was talking at the uh, conservative conference this was originally reported by the times okay so this is a minister he said uh, this is a cabinet minister and said that a no deal brexit situation could lead to a rise in public sex oh i should dash forward there you go yeah I was just saying you've got the dashboard on. I don't know if that's bad. Are we get, do we get hacked now? No, no, no. 
just nothing. Doesn't show the string key or anything, does it? No, no. I'll show it again. No, no, we're good. <laughs> good. Great job. Twice, but, we'll, but anyway, yeah. Uh, a Tory cabinet minister said that a no-deal uh, Brexit would lead to rising public sex. And the, the thought process behind this was the um, they were talking about how because it would lead to traffic jams when the, because of the problems crossing to France, that an increase in dogging was likely to occur. <laughs> this is no joke. This is this is this is Tory politicians. It, right. I'll, I'll just read it to you. If lorries were backed up and stuck in traffic jams before taking the crossing to France, the minister said that an increase in dogging was likely to occur. <laughs> One of the things we talk about in these no-deal meetings concerns haulers, hauliers, and their activities. The main thing is whether they will turn up at the channel ports with the right paperwork. But there are also dogging hotspots all over the place. Why is that a, an issue of national concern? Uh, it's it's mind-blowing to me. I, you know, I, I remember when I was a kid, one of the jokes we always got told was, how'd you get four Tories on a stool? Turn it upside down. Uh, and they do have this weird kind of fucking, ob just obsession with anything sexual. <laughs> like, first of all, there are dogging hotspots all over the... Are there, mate? <laughs> Hello? No, there. You know, yeah, you think about all these fucking... You think about all these fucking Tory ministers that get caught in all these, like, fucking insane sex parties, like, you know, huffing poppers and just fucking straight getting into each other and stuff. And it's like, how do you know about all these dogging hotspots, by the way? Like, aren't you a, aren't you a minister? Like, uh, shouldn't you at least have to hire an expert on dogging to know about it? Like, maybe, you know, Stan Collymore or something like that might be good. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I love the report as well. It goes on. Dogging is a British term for having sex in public while others watch. It is common. <laughs> it's not. It is common in car... There's, there's Canic Chase in Birmingham. I do know about that. Canic Chase is a real one, but, you know, whatever. Anyway, it is it is common in car parks, woods, and laybys across the country. Concerns about a spike in dogging activity were mostly focused on British lorry drivers. Do Europeans even do dogging? The minister asked. <laughs> there is something deeply British about dogging. <laughs> Makes you proud to be British. Have you yeah, heard that yeah. Stephen that Stephen Fry joke, where apparently like um, Winston Churchill heard that like uh, last night said that two of the uh, the guards were caught having sex in the bushes last night. He goes last night. Yes, last night, sir. It was the coldest. It was the coldest night in record, wasn't it? In recent years. Yes, it was, sir. Minus six. Makes you proud to be British, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> It's true, it, it does. <laughs> we are a uniquely weird fucking uh, nation when it comes to sex, aren't we? Like, I mean, just the, you know, like, why has everything got to all be done, like, clandestine and just strange with British people, you know? Like, why? We, we can't talk about it, but I will meet you up in a car park and fucking <laughs> jerk off while... And I'll wait, I'll wait in the car queue window. for it as well. Like, I'll wait in a queue. <laughs> Love a queue system. That's fucking ridiculous, man. But, uh, but yeah, I couldn't believe that. Um, again, Tories, man, like they're just they're the same old fucking party they've always been. They they want to slash it. They want to take everyone's benefits away. Uh, they don't believe anybody should get anything for free, and they're weirdly obsessed with sex. Uh, and and that I just don't see that ever changing. It's kind of just ingrained into the culture of the um, 
you know of, of the party the other thing of course that they're well known for is being absolutely inhumane <laughs> um which uh you know not great really uh but i don't know if you saw this this was last week um jacob reese mogg um who if i remember rightly is the son of uh, the peer uh w william reese mogg um but anyway reese mogg uh, was talking about Grenfell. Now, we covered Grenfell. It was actually live. So what the, the Grenfell Tower fire, for those who don't remember it, was basically there was a, a, a one of these um, tower blocks in, you know, in Grenfell, in, in the south, basically the cheap housing. You know, we had them in the north as well. They were, like, called slums in the sky. A lot of people got wealthy uh, in Britain making substandard housing for poor people. Um, and it was all done with government backhanders and everything else. You can, you can go look this up. So a lot of people ended up in these terrible flats, which are barely fit for living. Yeah, not Cheap up materials. to code. Not up to fire safety. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. What code? And some of them were built before there was a code. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, some of them are that old and dilapidated and they've been around for a while. Now, it, Grenfell happened live while I was streaming. I think I was streaming Football Manager, Gate said. And somebody said, have you seen this? And obviously in Britain, you know, we don't, we don't see shit like that. So it was, and it was a, it was a literally a towering inferno. And it was clear that nobody had got out. There was people just in that building, just burning to death live on TV. And, um, the first, the first thoughts were, well, this is, you know, someone deliberate, you know, maybe it's like some far right person. Because there was a, a lot of, you know, immigrants primarily in these substandard housing conditions. And then what, 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 what starts to unfold is that it's an electrical malfunction. And because when they built the tower, the local council decided to put in uh, plastic cladding that was a fire hazard to save money, it actually accelerated the fire giving people no chance to to get out in a timely fashion so it's it's manslaughter is what it is i mean i i, I don't understand what the debate about grenfell actually is but william uh, sorry J jacob reesmog just said something that's just like unconscionable i've seen reesmog talk a few times i always took him to be like a more sensible kind of moderate conservative but this is what i mean like deep down they're all the same if you're in the tory party that culture that we're talking about uh it, it kind of just you know it, it just permeates into you i think you could go into it being reasonable and would be you know kind of transmogrified no pun intended into something far far worse well anyway what he said was that the people uh, in grenfell should have just used their common sense and they would have lived and there's 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 no there's no common sense about it they were in a, they were living in a, in a, a housing conditions that aren't fit for people that aren't safe for people and <laughs> There is, how are they supposed to know about that? How are they supposed to know that people are cutting corners and risking their lives as residents to save money, you know, for their yearly budget? How, how would you ever know that? Um, the, anyway, he issued a profound apology 
um, you know, and said that he shouldn't have said that the victims were lacking common sense. Said, I profoundly apologize. I'll give you the full quote. He said, I think if either of us were in a fire, whatever the fire brigade said, we would leave the burning building. It just seems the common sense thing to do. Of course, when you're in a tower block and the fire is below you and you can't jump out the window because it's too high up, the situation you're in there is actually you have to climb. It's There's no alternative. So you have to climb and hope that the fire service gets there. But this is just what I mean. It's just this they're just divorced from reality. They don't know how people live. They don't know how you live. They don't know how the poor live. And then they want to make protestations about um you know, oh the, we, we, the people are lazy, people are you know, people are this, people are that. These benefits will actually not be that bad. They just don't know. And then just to underline just again, this is just what they are. Okay. The Grenfell, there's a report coming out on, on Grenfell Tower. Um, and I think it's going to be reminiscent of finally when we got to the truth about Hillsborough. That not only are people responsible on a corporate level, not only are people responsible on a government level, not only is this, um, as I said, for me, a case of manslaughter, um, and people need to be charged over it, there's, you know, if you put fucking poison in food, you would expect it to be charged for it. As a company, when your politicians put fire hazards into a building, that building burns down, killing 70 people, then someone has to be held accountable for that. But the uh, what they're going to do is the report that is going to reveal just the extent of the corruption they're going to put it out one day before brexit they're going to deliberately time it <laughs> this yeah, is the tories no one talks they're going to, yeah they're going to they're going to deliberately time it so it just it, it just skates through it just goes through nobody's going to know it's going to be in the news for about five minutes and then we're all going to be fucking jacked up on brexit again and they're making that deliberate choice to do that it, it's it's insane that you know Fuck man, Tories do same old, same old people. Like, I just couldn't, I couldn't ever get on board. I could never bring myself to vote Conservative. I just couldn't do it. Anyway, so checking in with the Tories. Um, I'll, 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 I'll like. Oh, here's something actually. Before we get into this, yeah. I wanted to ask you about this, Sam. So I'm bringing you in here. Of course, sir. Are you with me? I'm here, man. Yep. Alright, because I know it's getting late for you. Are you tired? No, no, I was just checking my headset right. plugged in. It sometimes unplugs itself now. So, Alright, because, you know, I'm, I'm starting to see the telltale signs. You know, we've got the dashboard on the screen. <laughs> You've gone quiet. It's like, is he going to fall asleep on the show again? Nah, I'm fine, man. I'm away. Alright, good, good. Um, dead actors. Right. Are coming back. Oh. Yeah. I don't know, like... No, it's the same with those, like, hologram things, mate. They're fucking creepy. I don't like them. So this is the new story that they're going to, um, they, they cast James Dean, who died in 1955 in a car crash at the age of 24, one of the big Hollywood shocks, um, you know, massive star, dying tragically young. And they were, they're making this movie, which is an adaptation of, the, of a novel called Finding Jack, 
which is talking about the it's about the abandonment of 10,000 military dogs that the government didn't need anymore at the end of the Vietnam War so they just abandoned all of these um uh dogs and they've cast now this isn't like let's put James Dean in for a few seconds he's yeah. cast in the secondary role in the movie he's got dialogue i don't even know how this is going to work and just listen to the justification for it. Which, by the way, I'm so fucking cynical. This is this is like a fucking. If you ask me, mate, this is just marketing for the movie. Yeah. Uh, it, it, they, like. And they're just they're just gonna piss on people's fucking memories yeah. in a disgraceful fashion uh, to, to to do this. But anyway, they said we searched high and low for the perfect character to portray the role of Rogan, which is some extreme complex character arcs. And after months of research. We decided on James Dean. So wait, you searched high and low for the perfect actor to play this complex role, and you chose a dead man. You chose somebody who's been dead for 50, for 60 fucking years. <laughs> that was the perfect person to play this complex role. How does that even work? What are you even saying? <laughs> this, this shit terrifies me. It was bad enough with... Um, what was the fucking... They did it with Peter Cushing. In fucking Star Wars. What did you see that? No. Yeah. Well, you know he played... Um, you, you know you know he played fucking... I can't remember the name. Moth Tarkin, is he? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I bet I've got that right, actually. Yeah, Moth Tarkin, not Moth. Right. Moth Tarkin, there you go. Grand he played Grand Moth, Moth Tarkin. Tarkin like... Yeah. Um, now, anyway... They fucking they CGI'd him back in for Rogue One. It isn't right. The difference between like shit like this and the singing one is at least when they bring back a singer as a hologram, they're singing their songs and it's like a performance. You know what I mean? I don't it's, like it either. Yeah, but it's even it's another level of separation when they're making new shit. Like you know what I mean? If you wanted a show, Hugh James Dean in one of his films fifty, uh, well seventy years ago now. And just mm. play it as if it was new. So you CGI'd it as if everything was brand new. That would be a bit different. At least you're using the same work. You're straight just like slaving him out for work. Like, how long has he got to keep working after he's dead? He never gets no, to get off the No, but this is the, the problem trailer. then. It's like, now you're going to, if you're an actor, you're going to have to start putting it in your will. Like, listen, when I'm dead, I don't yeah. want to be in movies. Or if or I am, gonna, what are you going to yeah. do? Pay royalties to my family? Like, do, do, does he well, get no, money but for That's this? the whole point. The family, the, 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 the family are complicit in this. Oh, so they've like sold they the rights have to, to do be. it. Yeah, the estate has signed off on his likeness rights. Fucking hell. And they're going to get money off it. So, like, you're now going to have to put in your will. Like, listen, when I'm fucking dead, I'm fucking dead. Yeah, isn't it? Just, like, no more movies. Like, I'm, 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 I'm unavailable for work. <laughs> it's so insane like just imagine some of the horrible things that can be done if like people are unscrupulous with this or if uh if big hollywood studios decide well we can cast whoever we want uh if it doesn't explicitly you know we'll, we'll fight legally you know like let's say for example right robin williams yeah let's say for example robin williams it turns out he had he had some obscure contract with disney where um, they said, like, they owned the fucking likeness rights to... Yeah, in perpetuity, like, even after... Yeah, that, like... exactly. It's just something like that. 
And then what? You're going to put fucking Robin Williams. He's back in, as the in... genie. We never had a friend, yeah. never had a friend. I'm motherfucking dead. Yes, I'm going to be really <laughs> happy watching Robin Williams yeah. scooting and dancing. No, like, you know, stick him in the remake of Jumanji as well or something. Like, you know, the, 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 like, please, like, make it stop. Like, like en enough's enough, you know? But, like, th this is garbage. Like, this is this is awful. Like, the hologram thing with the singing, I think, is just tasteless. It I is. Think you, I think... I think it's just tasteless. I remember when they did it on that fucking uh, the NWA yeah. fucking t t the Open Smoke tour. Yeah, and they did two pack. But yeah, but it right. I feel like it isn't that bad because for that one, like the two pack one, didn't they j taste basically just take one of his performances and transfer it so they could play as a hologram? That's just that's just a yeah. better version of video. I reckon you can't be upset with that. All I'm doing is displaying a video better. That's all right. But if I'm straight, like changing the things you do, changing they did easy your voice. E as well, by the way. Did they? <laughs> I didn't see yeah. Easy back. Yeah, there, there was an Easy e hologram. Yeah, change your mind, does it? <laughs> now that they're uh, fucking with Easy from Beyond the Grave, like. But then again, come on, man. It is, but like selfishly, it's kind of cool. Like, because what if I want to see the Beatles play together again? I can fucking you did, do it. You, you don't get to. Yeah, I know. That's like that's like me saying, oh, I want to see fucking Amadeus. Yeah. <laughs> He's dead. He's been dead for fucking centuries. Like, it just wasn't born in the right time. Like, I just got to accept it, you know? It is rough, like, but then again, I ain't going to stop them. And <laughs> if there's a Beatles tour, but Paul McCartney's touring with Ringo and two ghosts, I might go look at it. No, but this is what you need to think about, right? Someone somewhere. Okay, because let me try and get this right. Didn't Michael Jackson buy up loads of the Beatles songs? Yeah, he bought the rights to all their songs. Like, right. And, and now Michael Jackson's dead. Them back, yeah. Right, Michael Jackson's dead because his crazy doctor fed him too much anaesthetic. Yeah. And so where are those songs now? They're owned by Sony, I think, or Apple, one of those. Or basically, the Beatles have, been, Beatles have slowly been buying them back. Like, they've just started releasing them uh, this year. Like this year, they released an official video, like right. all old footage that they find. So here's what, back. here's what you're not thinking about, right? A big corporation's gonna buy the rights to all of this. Paul McCartney's no spring chicken, by the way. Yeah, he might die soon as well. Get a, get one ready yeah. for him, like get the hologram ready for him and Ringo. Love them both, like but it's not long left. Yeah. So what do you think happens when they're all dead? You're gonna get some deranged fucking supergroup where it's gonna be like the hologram Beatles with hologram Michael Jackson, and then it's gonna turn out he touched some hologram kids. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. At least we can finally stop him doing evil if he's a hologram. Mate. Turn him off, will you? He's getting creepy again. <laughs> Switch yeah, Michael the only, off. The only safe way, I think. The only safe way, Shamone. But like, this is this is fucking ridiculous, mate. I don't want to see this shit. These legends are dead. They're dead. Just let the Beatles stay dead. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, no, you've, no, you've made me in with a Beatles hologram tour, mate. This sounds better. Like, <sighs> I definitely Bad go man. watch a Beatles hologram tour. Imagine, mate, when David Attenborough dies, we can just have some mad deep fake voice and he can just keep narrating for the rest no, of his life. No, but this is what I mean. It's like... The real spark of genius is gone forever. It's dead. Like it's just cast into the void. It's just the the tragedy of humanity, right? But we're not working on you know, like 
artificially preserving that stuff not like as an archive of their work but the idea they can work from beyond the grave forever <laughs> no man like enough's enough like because it isn't them sounds yeah. like them looks yeah. like them isn't them you know but it's like but imagine ugh. how cheap concert tickets would be so every time you went to a concert you just have to see the holograms mate if you think they're gonna charge you less just because they're dead you're meant to. <laughs> that's a bit value add they charge you more well, fuck, I'll just watch on YouTube and fuck them. <laughs> Only holograms anyway. I'll beam them straight to my room. I also just want to add as well. Imagine, right, that you're one of the actors that auditioned for this role. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, you know, you you research the role, you practice, you've gone full method on it, you turn up, you do your bit, and you don't get the part, right? And your agent has to call you up and said, listen, you didn't get the part in that movie. And you go, oh, well, who did? <laughs> they're gonna go with james dean james dean who, who's he no the james dean the dead james dean the one who died in 1955 <laughs> gotta is take that on the chin the is he rapping about gats as well <laughs> it's just what you're gonna do like how are you gonna fucking live that one down like you just quit acting right there as well so what you're saying is i didn't get the part they decided to go with someone who's dead okay no worries no worries <laughs> No, nah, this is fine. This is reasonable. Uh, right, okay. People are stupid, Sam. I fucking hate them all. I hate them all. Agreed. Gender reveals, Sam. Oh, here we go. Gender reveals. We need to talk about gender reveals, Sam. I, I fucking hate them. I hate them. I've seen my friends do them. I've seen my friends do them, and I don't know what to say about it, because... Okay, my I, I see people object going it's transphobic and you're messing with kids and simmer the fuck down. It's it's still in the womb. <laughs> Don't panic. I'm not on with that. I'm not on that train. But the train I'm on is that it's just the most narcissistic load of self-absorbed fucking bullshit I've ever seen. Like it's just pathetic. Like we're humans. We're having a baby. Yeah, congrats. Bill Hicks said it best when he said. Uh, having sex and having a baby is no more a miracle than eating food and a turd coming out your ass. <laughs> and, and there has never been a more astute assessment of breeding ever. All the finest minds down the fucking, down the, down, down the years. So I've never understood why you, you do all, you have a fucking, you go out with the dude, you, you know, you wet, wet the baby's head or whatever. You go out and have a drink with the fella. Um, then you have, have a baby shower. Now we're doing these fucking gender reveals and it's all these fucking parties. And it's just so fucking dumb. It's just so dumb that we we are this self-absorbed. And, and listen, I'll just tell you this. If you're somebody that's had a gender reveal um, or you're thinking about having a gender reveal and you think it's going to be cool for all your friends, it's not. It's not. You're like all them fucking self-absorbed people who tell your friends like, oh, you've got, it's my wedding and you've got to dress like this and you might do this and prepare this and you bring this and you, listen, it's, yeah, right, it's your day. If you want me there, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm there, I'm there to celebrate in your joy. I'm not a fucking, you know, free volunteer worker so you can pretend that you're a fucking celebrity when you're not. I'm not, I'm not getting involved with it. I remember, I've seen this so many times down the years, like, um, I've got a good friend. We don't talk anymore. I think life kind of put us in different directions, you know. But uh, that nearly bankrupted themselves for their wedding day. 
because they were like, oh, we couldn't possibly spend less than £10,000 on a wedding. It's like, mate, like, <laughs> fucking, what do you mean? What do you mean? You know, and then you see all them stories, like, you know, oh, like half a million pounds spent to get fucking an elephant there. I'm like, fucking hell, who cares? You're getting divorced in seven fucking years. Is it really worth it? That's just the statistics, by the way, that two-thirds of you ain't going to work out. So what the fuck are you doing? Half a million fucking pounds to just so you can have one good fucking memory out of a relationship. Trust me, the bad ones will completely eclipse it. You won't be thinking about the fucking balloon animal specialist <laughs> and the fucking, like, it's a kid's party and the elephant there and then fucking, oh, Paul McCartney, we hired Paul McCartney for our Hey Jude, she was called Jude, right? You're not gonna be thinking about that when you're alone in a fucking bar and she's gone and she's fucking getting long dicked by by a fucking physical therapist or whatever that she met after that accident that you totally looked after her through. Like, and you're just gonna be sat in a fucking bar drinking yourself, wanting to die. You ain't gonna think about a single fucking good memory that all that money spends. What the fuck are you even doing it for, right? But it's just people being just fucking self-absorbed and fucking deluded with that fucking narcissistic bullshit. You know, you're just not that important. You don't matter. It doesn't need to be a special day. It will be, always be a special day for you. Maybe the relationship works out. Then it really will be special. Right? And, and just to do, oh, by the way, I, I, just to make it sound less incel, I'll do a female equivalent. You know, he gets drunk at the office party, turns out he's been fucking railing half the staff behind your back because he got bored after five fucking years, you know? And when you confront him about it because you find irrefutable evidence, he tells you it's because he doesn't find you attractive anymore because you gained, like, two fucking pounds, and he's just trying to rationalise that he's a piece of shit. There you go. It, it cuts both ways, man. But, but, but this baby shower stuff is like... Uh, everybody I see in these baby showers, like all the guests, they're faking it, right? Like, who could possibly get excited about this? Right? Hey, everyone, I assembled you here today to just give you a completely arbitrary announcement about the gender of our child. Oh, I'm, I'm thrilled. I can't wait. And you're going to do it with, like, you have to do it with, like, a fucking insane stunt these days. Like, it can't even just be like, you know, oh, open an envelope. It's a boy, everyone. Yay. It's like, you got motherfuckers, like, <laughs> jumping out of cakes. Yeah, flying fucking planes. Fucking planes. Yeah. It's completely ridiculous. So anyway, I, I just want to show you, like, I, I love them when they go wrong, by the way. This, <laughs> I'm just so fucking, you know, and you're, you're miserable, you. Nah, I love it, mate. I love it. There's loads of good ones. I'll just play you a funny one. This is t Twitch safe, so we can do this one. But there's loads of other, like, hilarious gender reveal parties gone wrong. I saw one the other day, Sam, what? by the way. This is no joke, right? It was a woman lying on the floor, naked from the waist down, <laughs> and she'd put colour... This is true, I swear to God. She put coloured powder in her ass, and she farted it out while all her friends around her were doing, like, Yeah! <laughs> Blue powder coming out of her ass. Like, like it's a fucking episode of Jackass or something. <laughs> like, no joke. That's real. That really happened. That's where we're at right now. Anyway, you can watch this one. We'll three, two, one. It. All right. Three, two, one. Go. One, two, three. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> 
fucking home run out the park. That's for everyone who's sick of your gender reveal bullshit right there in your fucking grill. Didn't even burst. Smash. Yeah. Didn't even burst. Fuck your gender reveal. Anyway. Right? So, <laughs> back and to the left. <laughs> back and to the left. But no, here's the thing, right? Because because humans are fucking idiots and we all think we're so fucking important and so fucking amazing and our lives have got to be the fucking focal point for every like we do, we're rapidly getting to a stage where we don't even have relationships anymore with other people. In fact, we frame everyone in our lives as being a character in the story of our lives. I mean, you aren't friends, Sam. You're just the guy who produces my show. You're just a, a floating, uh, dismembered <laughs> voice that I get to like riff comedy off. I don't care about you, Sam. Not in any way beyond how it actually benefits me because you know i'm the star of this movie right like i'm the fucking star of this movie and fuck everybody else you only matter in in how you directly interface with me this is literally the thought process that is becoming super prevalent in society like to, to ridiculous extremes and when you do shit like gender reveals you, you're honestly like this is what you're saying i mean like again i, I saw one I, fuck we didn't even talk about it on the show but i put it aside i'll see if i can quickly dig it out but again back to the wedding example it was like some somebody was like you can't wear that some like bridezilla or whatever was like saying or like one of our oldest friends um you can't wear this as the maid of honor because you look too good in it and i don't want you to overshadow me and just stuff like this and there was another one as well like people saying um or uh, fucking, you know, you, you've had kids, so, uh, you know, you can't bring, like, I don't want you to bring them to my wedding. Which, by the way, for someone who doesn't want your kids on a plane, that's one thing. But if your friend has a kid, and you want them there for your special day, and they can't get a babysitter, I don't know. I'm kind of 50-50 on that. On the one hand, maybe try a bit harder to get a sitter and not be a cunt. But on the other hand, do you want your friend there or don't you? People are just fucked. We're just mental. We just think we're so important. So anyway, what do you think happens next, right? Because people just have to keep taking shit further and further and further. Ooh, people are doing gender reveals and tweeting them out. How can we top it? How can we go viral? So CNN, the headline says it all. The headline just fucking tells you everything you need to know about how ridiculous it is. Party goers thought they'd built a clever gender reveal device. It turned out to be a deadly pipe bomb. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just end the show. Good night. So what happened here was they built uh, a device uh, like that was going to go poof. They thought poof. It wasn't poof. They thought poof, and they thought it would be, uh, you know, it's going to explode, and the color's going to come out, whatever color they have, you know, because they're living on the pink for girls, blue for boys traditional thing. Um, and they, uh, they, they were like, this will be cool. So they assemble all of the family, and basically, yeah, they, they accidentally built a pipe bomb. <laughs> uh, right. So what happens? They do the reveal. Um, and it explodes, and a piece of shrapnel flies out, kills the kills the grandmother. Late Saturday. Yeah. On Saturday afternoon, five family members and the expectant mother gathered and placed gunpowder in the bottom of a homemade stand that was welded to a metal base plate. Yes, 
I'm not uh, exactly too savvy on this, but you've just described a bomb. You've just <laughs> described a bomb. No problem. Let's continue. They drilled a hole. This is from the sheriff's office. They drilled a hole in the side of the stand to install a fuse, still sounds like a bomb, and placed a piece of wood on top of the gunpowder before adding colored gun colored powder indicating the baby's gender. The idea was that once the gunpowder ignited, it would launch the powder into the air. Yep, gunpowder is very good at launching things, absolutely. And uh, it would be blue for a boy or pink for a girl. But when the family members placed the tape over the top of the metal tubing, that created a pipe bomb, said authorities. <laughs> Once the device was lit, the metal tubing exploded, sending shrapnel flying everywhere. A piece of metal hit the grandmother who was standing with family members 45 feet from the device. Not close. And the shrapnel hit her in the head, killing her instantly. They also add, the chunk of metal moved with such velocity that after it's hit her in the head, it went through and continued to travel more than 400 God. feet. Through probably just had too much, probably just a little bit too much gunpowder there. Probably just a little bit too much fucking cheese on that taco, you know what I mean? We ever seen a party popper go, mate? They go like, fuck you. All you needed was a party pop, a coloured party pop would have sorted you right out, mate. No need to take grandma's face off with her own grenade. Point proven, like, you're <laughs> oh, not yeah. Mate, fucking, you're right, though. Party poppers make me yeah, shit my exactly. pants. Like, you point a party pop like, at me. It. You've all heard that fucking story, haven't we, about uh, the party pop uh, in the face that takes your fucking eye out, or the dickhead that's opening champagne corks. There's no gunpowder involved. Exactly. Just Doesn't fucking gas, just force. Like, don't these people realise? So, anyway. This ridiculous incident, which is especially tragic, because I guarantee the grandmother probably didn't even want to be there. Because who does? Right? She, the last, her last memory was, oh, fucking hell, I'll just get this over with. Bang! <laughs> got, got it over with. Right? Imagine the world we live in. Bird. Imagine the world we live in where this is an article that has to get written. This is over on the Atlantic. How many people have to die <laughs> before we're done with gender reveals? I can't do this, Sam. This this human experiment, it's gone wrong. I feel like Greta Thunberg. This How dare you? wrong. How, How dare, dare you? I should not be here on this podcast. Um, but look, just listen to this. I'm going to read you this, Sam, because this is this is mental. It starts telling the story we just told you, right? But then it goes down. Um, just listen to some of this. In the past couple of years, some kind of communal madness has taken hold, and many of these feats of gender performance have gotten more elaborate, more public, and more dangerous, putting lives and entire ecosystems at risk. Last year. <laughs> A father-to-be started a 47,000-acre wildfire in Arizona when he shot a rifle at an explosive target full of blue powder, causing $8.2 million worth of damage. This was reported in the Arizona Daily Star. I could bring it up for you if you want to have a look at it. Um, there it is. I'll continue. 
Uh, the latest instance of a gender reveal gone wildly wrong, as the New York Times reported, involved a plane that stalled and crashed while crop dusting a Texas field with 350 gallons of pink water in honour of an unborn female child. No one was killed in either incident, but someone easily could have been. Other gender reveal-related explosions are here, and it provides one, two, three links, and one reveal involving an alligator has also placed people in harm's way we better three two one the alligator hadn't we sam it wouldn't it wouldn't be the richard lewis show without us talking about whether or not we could beat an alligator exactly. in a fight right so let's do I've it i've watched a lot of steve Irwin videos mate and from what i think alligators are bitches mate it seemed very easy seemed okay interesting quite easy right, to well, get around right three let two, me know when you one. want three two one it right ready three two mm -hmm. one go Look at him gripped it by the throat. Oh, this guy's gonna. What are you doing? What are you look, look at it? <laughs> He's taking his eyes off the alligator. Oh, oh no! You can't get down. Come on, mate. What's he doing? I don't even. Is he know supposed what? to spew out the balloon or something? What's he? What's going on here? But like, this has been a very What's this? friendly alligator, like, like. Isn't it? Ready? Come on, we're ready for Is that a watermelon? What's he stuffing in him? I don't even know. Is it a water? Yeah. Is he trying to get the yeah. alligator to bite the balloon? Yeah, I think it's gonna so. bite your fuck. There it is. That was blue. There you go. What the I think it's gonna be upset now though, because now it's got a taste for blue. And you know what else is blue? <laughs> yeah, this fat cunt that's tormenting the fucking alligator. Oh, oh, here we go. Yeah, definitely touch him while he's eating. Definitely touch him while he's eating. Definitely lead him towards the kid on the floor. Mental, innit? What, like, what are you doing, like? Mental. Like, who, who's, who's doing this? It says, in the mouth of Sally, a family pet. <laughs> As if that's as a if family an pet. Is if a fucking dinosaur is ever a family pet, mate. As if Sally the friendly <laughs> alligator. Yeah, that's a fucking story, isn't it? That's a real story. I just can't do it, mate. I just, like, it, it, no one cares. I, I, can we just get, you don't need to go to these elaborate lengths. Just tell your friends by fucking email or by text. It's going to have the same impact. Congrats. Congrats, you've bred. Congratulations. You've thrown another soul out of the ether into this fucking absolute nightmare that we all live in now that's been getting steadily worse year upon year so you can feel alive. Congrats, that's not the most selfish fucking act possible. Um, yeah, brilliant. Why not? Yeah, let's do more, eh? Yeah, come on, I'll, I'll, let's really push it on this gender reveal stuff. Like, you know. Fuck me, dude. People are outrageous. <laughs> People are fucking just outrageous, mate. Yeah. And also, how chilled is Sally? But fucking how long they've been trading mm. her? Like, if we're talking about animals yeah. we could fight, I could beat the piss out of Sally. Fucking hell. Let's pump. If only fucking she was there, but in Steve Irwin's uh, zoo, he would have been making outrageous videos. We wouldn't even have to wrestle him, would have been riding him. No, no, but again, like. You think about Steve Irwin being dead and that fucking guy in the blue t-shirt just fucking Isn't rocking it? it. There ain't no justice. Stevie getting stingray uh, and he gets to live, like. Fucking hell. I want hologram big Steve, like, bring back hologram Steve Irwin to ride some crocodiles. So how, how are we doing for time, by the way? 
Um, we coming up to two hours? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think because we went offline, so it's not giving me an accurate count. But yeah, I'd say so. Went like five past hours. eleven. I'm, right, I've got a couple of other fucking bits and pieces, and then we can uh, we can wrap it up. Um, so here, here's the thing that I definitely want to fucking uh, talk about before we go off. Right? I, I never talk about sports, right? Never talk about sports. But um, I have to because it's about the fucking Cleveland Browns, mate. Right. Have you been watching any of the football this season? No, thing? I haven't. I haven't watched any NFL. Right. Cleveland Browns, absolute fucking shit show. They're just, they're, they're, as I said on Twitter the other day, they're like my second favorite team to watch after the Raiders because they're so bad. It's it's hilarious. It's just hilarious. And they're already like the worst team of all time ever. Um, but uh, the the fact that they were talking themselves up before this because, you know, they got Baker Mayfield and fucking, you know, uh, Mordell Beckham, all, all these guys. Uh, so, so they were like, oh, we got a chance this season. They've been fucking awful <laughs> and they, they they lost to the broncos and it was like really embarrassingly bad that you know they've got this running back everyone's been talking up whose um name fucking escapes me chub or chud or something ridiculous <laughs> like that um uh, no joke and they were and, and he had two he had two really good carries but fumbled both of them and on the second one he didn't even try and retrieve the ball there it is yeah chub that's the boy. Yeah, he just gave up. He just turned his back on it and just couldn't be asked. He was nearly crying, like, Because <laughs> he knows. Because he knows. Because like, he knows. He knows how fucking bad they are. Oh, like, Chubb's had a cry. Look, Chubb's yeah. having a cry. Yeah, it was, um, it, was, it was just brilliant. Oh, that was against the Pats. My bad. Sorry. This is what I mean. They are a cavalcade of inadvertent comedy. I, 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 you know, I've got NFL Game Pass. I watch the highlights. I can't wait for fucking... You know, I watch the full game for the Browns. You know, because it's just like, you were just going to see some shit. Baker Mayfield threw, threw a fucking shovel pass, and it got intercepted. He just threw, that was against the Pats as well. He just threw it straight up, like, to, to his running back, or fullback, and he put it up there, and the defender just came through, picked up the ball, and just carried it, like, <laughs> 20 yards. It's just embarrassing. Anyway, in, in the game against the Broncos, where they were terrible, they had a player called Jermaine Whitehead, right? Now, Jermaine Whitehead, uh, he played through an injury. He had an arm, and uh, that was fucked up, and he was playing with a cast, right? And anyway, he was missing tackles because he was having to drop his shoulder. He couldn't wrap people up, and he, but he was getting just bounced in the game against the Broncos. It was real fucking embarrassing. So anyway, Jermaine Whitehead... He's, he didn't take this loss too well at all, mate, right? I'm just going to fucking show you. He got fucking wrecked on Twitter. And this is what I mean. Like, if you're in esports, nobody will fuck up this bad, even in esports. But if you're a professional sports person, sometimes social media is just not the place to be after a loss and you've played bad. Maybe don't go there because, you know, they're not going to say nice things to you. Here's one fucking exchange. Right, where he threatened to to shoot somebody. <laughs> right? You can see you can see the exchange here. He said, uh, just saw two for 110 yards and a TD, fuck boy. And then Jermaine Whitehead of the Browns said, Don't get shot at, little bitch. Can you whoop my ass? Fuck football. Let me know when you need the address. And he just replied with, you'd probably miss. <laughs> so he straight bodied him there. I can't show you the other one because he literally gave out his own address. He gave out his own address and said, come here any fucking day of the week, cracker. Right? 
then um just check check this uh this was another exchange with uh with a, a football fan um i'ma kill you bitch <laughs> that's on blood right he's, he's just threatened to fucking kill someone and then he, he said it again when somebody pointed uh, this is dustin fox who's a reporter said um his tackling effort today is a joke Come get it in, blood bitch, made ass little boy. I'm out there with a broke hand. Don't get smoked, fuck ass cracker. <laughs> so anyway, his Twitter got suspended, right? His Twitter got... Oh, and actually, yeah, the address he gave out was the practice facility. My bad. Yeah, I forgot about that. So it wasn't even his own address he gave out. He gave out fucking the address of the hell, practice facility like... and said, yeah, let's come here and get fucking violent. So all my other teammates have got to be involved in this shit too. Like, perfect. Absolutely fucking perfect. So anyway, his Twitter account got suspended within 15 minutes because these tirades are like, you know, beyond the pale. Like, you're threatening to shoot people and, and everything else. So, so he loses his Twitter account. And then, just because it's fucking the Browns and it's just hilarious, womp womp, wakes up the fucking next day and he's been dropped. <laughs> he's, he's out the team. Sorry, mate. What's that? Million, million dollar contract? Yeah, peace. You've got no Twitter. You've got no job. You've got no team. Peace. Yeah, so he's just straight out, as it was reported there uh, by the BBC. But, um, mate, there's everything about this. Uh, there, there was the... Um, let me let me find this for you. This 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 is just the kind of clownery that goes on at the Browns. Uh, right. So where is it? Here it is. Yep. It, it this this also perfectly sums it up. I don't know if you'll get hit with an ad blocker here, um, but if you do, right. But basically, he was. He was wearing, so in, in that game, he was wearing Joker-themed shoes. <laughs> Clown shoes, essentially. Um, and he got told at halftime, like, if you, you have to change them because they're in violation of our, uh, it's in violation of our um, rules on uniform. So he was literally wearing fucking clown shoes. And he's like, you know, this big star pickup. The Browns, man, they're fucking too good. They're too good. Thanks for the gifted subs, by the way, the Welbers. I'll see you, buddy. So, just honestly, what an absolute shambles. Right, and now to wrap up uh, the show, um, what am I going to go with? Oh, there's some, yeah, I've got I've to get your reaction to this. I promised last time I streamed we'd do this. Uh, right. We'd do the, these bits. Well, all right, there's two. We'll start with this one, because you're going to enjoy this, Sam. Uh, this is according to USA Today that several police officers across the USA are trying to justify stop and search uh, of, of people with marijuana on the basis that marijuana users have green tongues. <laughs> this is the claim. Um, now, this is fine, actually. Uh, this is great. Please spread this disinformation. Yeah, because... yeah. I never get yeah. me caught, Chief. Tongue's not green. I, I like Tongue's blue lollipops anyway. Yeah. In the early uh, morning hours of May 2nd, 2018, uh, Amanda Guimond was driving through York County when the red and blue flashing lights came on. She was going more than 15 miles over the speed limit. Uh, 
the North, the Northern York County Regional Police Officer smelled marijuana coming from inside her vehicle. Greenwandy wrote in an affidavit of probable cause, had glassy blood, uh, bloodshot eyes, lethargic speech, and a dazed and confused appearance. The police officer requested that Greenwand stick out her tongue and noticed there was a green film on it. Greenwand was arrested on DUI charges after failing a standardised field sobriety test. She said she hadn't smoked in about four hours. More than one year later, she said she's still bothered about the allegations concerning her tongue. Not once has my tongue ever changed green, <laughs> said Greenwand. It's fully triggered. Yeah. Tongue's not green. She, and she's a medical marijuana patient who lives in Maryland. I was extremely shocked and I was angry. Police officers across the USA alleged in multiple DUI cases that people who recently smoked marijuana had green tongues. <laughs> Law enforcement is now being told to look for a possible green coating in a specialized training program that's taught all over the world. Police point to no scientific studies that show marijuana can cause your tongue to turn green. <laughs> okay, boomer, is the thing you said. That's unreal, mate. No, but that's unreal. Like they're literally like, if you get a, if you, what if you've just got a green tongue? Like, yeah, what, what if you've been drinking yeah, um, that apple? What's that apple shit? Apple juice. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> apple the sours. The apple sours. All oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Booze. The drink, yeah. Because that's fucking unreal yeah, green. Yeah. That would definitely give you a green tongue. When oh, I used to do incredible oaks, I used to get a green tongue. Yeah. Midori, mate. Midori gives you a green yeah, tongue. Yeah, that'll give Midori. you a green tongue. Hello, my name is Dr. Green Tongue. <laughs> you get that? Um, but yeah, I just couldn't believe that, mate. But yeah, let them have it. Because yeah, I'll just be like, listen, you. I'm not taking a field sobriety test, but I will take the green tongue test. Yeah, you can look at my tongue. Like, I'll give you one look at the tongue. <laughs> yeah. There you go. No green. Gonna let me go off, sir. Your rules, not mine. So. And then, last story uh, of the show. Because I promised I would get your reaction to it, Sam. You're going to fucking love this. Right. Right. Let's do it. Hang on. Have Moscow Times. It's going to be funny. Like, Oh, it's a banger. Like. Hang on. Moscow Times. This is a story about a man who's suing Apple from, from Moscow, from Russia. And he's suing them for something that I don't know, Sam. I think I think he's he's kidding himself here. Right. But this is a Russian iPhone user who was suing Apple for turning him gay. <laughs> how the fuck? No, oh, I'll tell you how. Immediately. No, I'll tell you how, Sam. A Russian man is seeking more than $15,000 in damages from Apple after claiming that the US tech giant drove him to homosexuality. Literally drove him to being They've gay. They've drove the man, they've drove the man <laughs> bent. They've drove him around the world. The plaintiff, identified as Dr. Razumulov, Dr. Razumulov, alleges he became mired in same-sex relationships this summer after receiving 69 gay coins <laughs> on a cryptocurrency payment app he downloaded onto his iPhone oh, in 2017. Mate, he's literally dropped his gay card. Like, he dropped the yeah, gay no, coins. Yeah, he, he dropped the gay yeah, coins. No. He, he got 69 gay coins. Like, wait, wait, this though, it's mental. The unknown sender was said to have included an English language message that was interpreted as don't judge without trying. I thought, indeed, how can I judge something without trying it and decided to try same-sex relationships? If that's all you needed to be pushed to gay, Yeah, it's been in the back of your mind. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. 
It's been who in the back cares? of my mind. It's 2019. No one's I know asked. exactly. Be like, gay. Like, no one's Everyone's going to be bi in 20 years. Like, just fucking relax. Just be like, gay. <laughs> I can say after the passage of two months that I'm mired in intimacy with a member of my own sex and can't get out. I have a steady boyfriend and I don't know how to explain it to my parents. After receiving the aforementioned message, my life has changed for the worse and will never be normal again. Imagine suing a tech giant, right? Because they got you a steady boyfriend yeah, that, you, that you're really happy with. Like, ruined my life. I'm in love and having yeah. a great time. <laughs> I know, so... you've ruined my life. I've met somebody special. <laughs> I can't live this way. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, uh, I, he goes, um, Razamulov accused <laughs> Apple of manipulatively pushing me towards homosexuality, which caused immoral suffering and harm to mental health. And he wants one million rubles. Full on Dr. Gay Evil. <laughs> he did Gay Dr. Evil. He wants one million rubles. That's 15 grand, by the way. Yeah. That's $15,000, not even pounds. Like Moscow's uh, Presnensky District Court registered Razumulov's lawsuit last Wednesday, according to the court database document. You can go and read it. It's a real document. Link's there if you want to go over to the Moscow Times. He's protesting a bit too much, I think, like you yeah. say, I, I, you know. But I, I just don't even know why you would want to say, like, ah. Oh. They said, I've got to try all this gay sex, right? And that's, oh, I thought, fuck it, I better add. And then I did. And then I met somebody. And it's been great. I fucking... I I'm done with you, Apple. Yeah, I fucking hate this. Like, imagine. Like, it's the best case scenario, you fucking header. What an absolute lunatic, yeah. There you go. Oh, well. All he needed is what do you one think, Sam? notification, mate. All he needed was that one notification and he's in the game. I'm just going to quickly Google, actually. Gay coins. Yeah. Is it a good time so to buy what, gay what? coin? Like, so look. Gay coin yeah. value. How much is a gay coin going for? I'm having a look now. Drop the gay coin. How much for one zero. gay coin? Oh, it, 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 zero. It had a spike. It had a peak. Its peak price was 16 cents. No, sorry. 30 cents per coin in 2018 so obviously this is around about the time he was he was out there wilding yeah um but yeah. now they are going to be re-releasing the coin under your mum gate it is obviously <laughs> the, the next you're, you're pathetic <laughs> your material is why um but no it's uh, 0.01 cents per coin now nice so the, the gay coin has officially crashed like that's a good point. Someone's done the maths. He's gone gay for essentially nine quid. If you did the if you did the sixty nine. See, that's what I'm saying. I, I just think he. I just think he was waiting for exactly. any excuse. Like, just before he was prayed, he went, "God, if I should be gay, give me a sign." Da ding. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. that>? Bing. <laughs> sixty nine gay coins. Don't judge until <laughs> yeah. you try it, son. Yeah. All right. You win. You win, God. Uh, ridiculous. All right, then. We'll probably wrap up the show. Uh, anything else for you on your mind before we go? Uh, nah, mate. Had fun. All right. Good to be good. Back. Yeah, good, good to catch up. I kept a few ones back. Maybe we'll do another one. Yeah. For those who like Counter Strike content, we should be doing by the numbers tomorrow. It was just a mix up. I think Duncan was too tired. Um, tired <laughs> to uh, put in his smoke uh, on Joey appearance. <laughs> yeah, smoke on <laughs> Joey. Um, but anyway, we will do it tomorrow. Uh, at about uh, about two two thirty PST, 
Uh, all that remains to be said, of course, shout out to <laughs> com. Be sure to head over there. Uh, B18 Plus, bet responsibly. If you want to place uh, bets on some of the um, upcoming esports events, they're definitely the site to do with that. You can also check out our merch, com slash merch. Go there. Definitely going to put some new stuff up there soon. But uh, if you haven't bought yourself a t-shirt or whatever, definitely check it out. Brain Power is a classic. There's all sorts of good ones up there. And thanks to everybody for tuning in and watching and all the people who liked, subscribed, and donated. It's all appreciated. Um, we'll be back tomorrow uh, with By The Numbers. Until then, make sure you all take care of yourselves. See you soon.